Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Sam Says. I'm DeRondal Beverly with the Gemini Group, and I am joined, as always, by the Sam in Sam Says, Samantha Olds Fry, the Executive Director for the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans. Sam, how are you today? I'm doing well, DeRondal. How are you? I am doing well. We have not gotten together in a while. What, uh, what have you been up to? So we had spring break. We took the family out to D.C. Uh, to see all the sights, um, and now we are just getting ready to get back in the swing of things before the end of school. What about you? Uh, I took a trip to Israel. It was my first international trip, uh, so that was quite interesting. Uh, I was in Israel for 11, about 11 and a half days, and uh, it was just a beautiful, wonderful experience. I've always heard it's just a, a gorgeous country. If you do go, I recommend Haifa. Haifa is the uh, northern, northwestern part of the country, and it is where their startup incubator scene is, and it is absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. I'll have uh, to check that out. Fantastic. So today uh, for the Sam Says Podcast, we're going to be talking about health plan assessments. So let's just dive right into it. So what have we seen in other states uh, regarding health plan assessments? So I think health plan assessments have really been used to stabilize Medicaid budgets, much like how we've talked about hospital assessments in the past in Illinois, or there are also nursing home assessments here. Uh, other states have utilized um, taxes on health plans to stabilize their Medicaid budget and to invest in healthcare. The states that we've really seen this um, be really successful in are states like Michigan, California. We're starting to see some trends after Michigan's um, recent assessment approval where you're seeing states like uh, Ohio and West Virginia mirror similar models as that that's occurred in Michigan. And so why are we talking about this here in Illinois? So what we saw, again, up in Michigan is an assessment that was able to bring in significant federal investment um, to, the state of Illinois, or to the state of Michigan to invest in their Medicaid program to stabilize uh, their budget. And not news to listeners is Illinois' budget is in desperate need of stabilization. And really what this administration has done is looked at what are best practices of other states um, across the board, and they've really started to realize that the health plan assessment model is an opportunity to further stabilize the Medicaid uh, program in the state. So when you look at states like Michigan and Ohio, is this a new occurrence there, or have these states been doing something like this for a while? So Michigan and, and a few other states have had models or assessments for quite some time. However, there have been changes in federal law um, and regulations over the past few years that have required that these assessments change. Uh, and so Michigan's model is the newest and, and to my knowledge, the only assessment that's been proved, approved under this federal administration. Um, and it's really changed sort of what the state and what policymakers have looked at from an assessment perspective, um, the tax structure and really the differential between what you tax on the Medicaid side versus what you tax on the commercial side that made it quite interesting um, and attractive to other states as well. So you talk about federal requirements. Can you give us uh, some, some additional color on, on what exactly that means? Absolutely. So first and foremost, um, all assessments are required to, uh, there's a cap of 6% of all revenue. So uh, there's a, a limit of how large they can be. 
Um, that's first. And then also they have to be uniform and broad-based, or they have to sort of meet a formula to define that. Uh, uniform means that you are taxing all of the entities uh, the same amount or in a manner that sort of meets that definition via formula. And then broad-based, of course, means that you are taxing all of those entities, um, i.e. you're taxing all hospitals or a broad base of hospitals or you're taxing all health plans or a broad base of them. Um, and so those are the main federal requirements around uh, not only health plan assessments, but all assessments. And the reasoning for that is they don't want, from the federal government's perspective, they don't want any state or provider type to game the system, mm -hmm. to make it where they're, um, there's too much of a benefit to the state and to the individual providers really at the expense of the federal taxpayer. And we had talked before in, in podcasts before about the Affordable Care Act at the federal level and how that filters down to us at the state level. Is there any direct tie-in or correlation between the policy at the federal level and, and this new health plan assessment here in Illinois? So there, there is some tie-in in that because we are a state with expanded Medicaid, um, our, you know, on membership that isn't eligible under the Affordable Care Act, there's a much higher a federal match for that population. So it makes all assessments a bit more attractive to states who have expanded um, their Medicaid coverage. Um, there are also regulations, not under the Affordable Care Act, but under what is called, or often referred to as the mega reg, um, around various regulations around assessments um, and requirements for health plans. That is, is in play there, but the big piece is that because there's that enhanced federal match, it makes it even more attractive to some states. Interesting. And so what are some things for listeners uh, to consider now with, with these health plan assessments here in Illinois? So in Illinois, we've talked, I would say, a little bit about health plan assessments for the past few years um, from a budgetary perspective. But it feels today more real this year than it ever has in the past. Hmm. We've also really shifted away in our conversation from assessment models that have been talked about in the past. So some models that we've um, talked about in the past um, years in the legislature have been what are called claims-based assessments. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's a percentage tax on all claims that are paid by an insurance company. And what we've found in other states who have had that have actually moved away from that model because it's incredibly cumbersome. Um, it sounds simple in that, you know, we're going to pay a tax 1%, for example, on every claim that we pay. The issue is that once you start to get into the nuance of healthcare, it becomes quite complicated. And what actually is a claim? Is mm -hmm. it any payment you make to a provider? What if you're paying a provider for care coordination? Or what if you have a capitation arrangement? How does all of that considered in that 1% claims tax? And it was really difficult for health plans to administer and incredibly difficult for the state to oversee. And so what plan uh, what states are really doing is moving away from that to a more simple model to administer and so what we looked at in Michigan and what we see in California are models where the tax is based off of enrollment a per member per month assessment um, and that is simpler to administer both at the health plan perspective and then also at the state 
And so we've talked about uh, before as well, and, and you mentioned earlier about the implications of the Illinois state budget on, on, on health care. With this uh, health plan assessment and, and where we're trying to go in terms of the budgetary climate here in the state now, is there a chance that this could potentially evolve over time? Absolutely. So I would say it's already involved, evolved over the legislative session this year. You know, this item was in the governor's um, introduced budget with a target of a little over a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And as we've been talking, um, there's been conversation of, is it possible to get that revenue number higher? Um, you know, sort of what does that structure look like? So I do is expect that over time it will evolve. Um, healthcare is, is regularly changing, and there's also the requirement to sort of meet federal standards. And so as all of that um, changes and as anything's in flux, we would expect that this program and this model would need to be fluid to sort of meet those needs. Very, very interesting. So as this and, and other things that we've talked about over the past few episodes of, of Sam Says in this current legislative session, what's coming up next for you and the association? So the legislature has been on spring break for two weeks. They're going back in next week. Uh, we are expecting the last five weeks of session to be very full. So we've got to wrap up the budget. Mm -hmm. We've got to wrap up everything that needs to fund that budget, um, potentially a health plan assessment, other revenue conversations um, going on in other spaces. We need to figure out uh, from a substantive standpoint what we're doing with various health care proposals. Um, the Medicaid Working Group has been meeting weekly to talk about best practices and policies um, for improving things such as eligibility and, and educating providers and improving and increasing just efficiency around managed care and behavioral health. So there's a lot to do in five weeks. And so, and we've talked about this earlier, we're going to be seeing a lot of activity from the association. What are other things as we wrap up here, should our listeners be just on the lookout for in terms of what's happening in terms of healthcare policy over the next five, six weeks? So we have a subject matter hearing next week to talk about uh, Medicaid managed care and interactions with hospitals. Um, and then really, I would expect just a, some legislation to drop at sort of the end of May, really changing some of the Medicaid program that we've seen in Illinois. Fantastic. Well, I know that we will continue to come back to this topic and many others uh, as we continue, um, as we go through the spring and into the summer uh, on Sam Says. So on behalf of Sam and the team at uh, I'm Hip, again, I'm DeRondel Beverly from the Gemini Group. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sam Says. If you like what you hear, please share this with your networks on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can also find us on Podbeam. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.